Hello and welcome back. We're here again to Kinky Women Podcast, where we dish about everything kink. I am your co-host, Midnight Lady, and my partner in crime is Mistress Gabrielle. Hi, welcome to another episode of the Two Kinky Women Podcast. So glad you're here listening to us. We're having a lot of fun and we sure hope that you are too. And in fact, how about letting us know that you're having a lot of fun with these podcasts? Your comments are always, always welcome. You can find us at our homepage, twokinkywomenpodcast.com. And uh, you can send questions and comments. Email us at tkw at twokinkywomen.com. Also, while you're there, sign up for our newsletter. And you know what? Not only a newsletter, you can download your free copy of A Beginner's Guide to Kink. Almost forgot about that. <laughs> I think that today is such an awesome topic that I, I think we should jump right into it. This is one of my favorite things to do in the scene. And what is our topic, ML? Today's topic is ass play. Uh-huh. And the femdom perspective. Now, that doesn't mean that you're playing with an S. It means, uh, you know, the donkey variety. It means <laughs> you're playing with somebody's butt. Okay. Yes. That's the way we do it. All right. Yeah, so it's so much fun. I love anal play. As it's called anal play. Or, um, I love it. It's great. It's it's. If you're a bottom, it's very uh, submissive, it's very emotional, it's very deep, um, physically and emotionally very powerful. Um, it, it's just a huge topic that I think a lot of people shy away from because it's, ooh, it's like the, you know, oh, the anus and yuck and whatnot. But it, if you can get past that, Anal play is so much fun. I mean, you think playing with your clitoris is fun? The inside of your anus, it has so many nerve endings that are so receptive to pleasure. It, you're just going to love this episode. So let's just jump right in. Okay, let's. So, yeah. so here's the thing about anal play. You you can't go for the Mac Daddy dildo that's, you know, 12 inches long on your first try. Uh, your body's not ready for it. Your anus is not ready for it. What you have to do is re- slowly build up. Start with just playing with the opening. Uh, lots of lube. Um, put a pinky in. See how that feels. There are actually training sets, training butt plug sets that have a flared base because we don't want to lose our sex toys and then in your anus and then you have to go to the ER okay. and that's a whole nother no, that's something we do not want. That's a whole nother thing. Right. Uh, so you want to get small, very small, and they actually come training, you know, like a little teeny tiny one. And then when, you, when that one feels good, the whole idea of anal play is to feel good. If it hurts in any way, shape, or form, Something is not right, and you have to back up. Maybe you don't have enough lube. Maybe you're you're trying that Mac Daddy dildo when you haven't even gotten Junior, you know, out of the packaging. So you're super slow. Pain should not be happening at all. It should be all a uh, pleasure. This is uh, this is important because tissues here are very fragile. No question about it. And you could hurt yourself. That's right. There's no natural lubrication there. Uh, And you don't, speaking of lubrication, let's just talk about that for a second and say that no matter what it is you're using, from the smallest, smallest thing up until whatever, um, we're going to use lube and we're going to use a lot of it. And the reason we're going to use a lot of it is because we're not going to take any chances, particularly with somebody who's a newbie in this arena. And uh, one of the things people say uh, about lube in general, and this goes with whatever kind of uh, sexual activities, don't share your lube. That's your private stash. Okay, so don't share it. And uh, of course, needless to say, uh, before we get into 
what's of the essence, we need to talk about something that's very, very important, and that is what is water-based lube? What is silicone-based lube? What is oil-based lube? Well, there's all different kinds, needless to say. And probably you know this or you've heard about this, but uh, if you're going to use silicone lube and you're going to use a toy, make sure that toy is not silicone-based because the lube will actually destroy whatever silicone toy you are using. So that's really, really important. And the other thing that I like to talk about in regards to um, uh, lube, lube in jars. Lube's, lube in jars is okay if it's just the two of you or two people playing and you play regularly or whatever. Otherwise, pass that by. Um, it can get contaminated very, very easily. Use a tube. Use a tube. Use a tube of a water-based lube like uh, KY Jelly. There's um, the brand that I love is Astroglide. It's great. But uh, you're going to have to reapply that. Why? It's water-based. Water-based does um, deteriorate. If you're it dries out. It deteriorates after a certain amount of time. So what you want to think about when you're using um, uh, water-based lube is reapplying. And that can be part of uh, the game, part of the play. Uh, or or not, but that is something that you really need to do. There's all different kinds of um, uh, items that you can use that are very, very helpful uh, to making sure that whoever uh, you're playing with is going to enjoy the experience. And some of those are almost like, um, they look like uh, injectables, and you actually fill the, um, uh, I guess it's just a little, little bit of a, Kind of looks like um, uh, when you get a needle. Okay, mm. you'll fill that with lube and you'll use it. You can check that right into the butt, and it is awesome because it will uh, eventually uh, drip out and continue to provide lubrication. It's wonderful. It's absolutely good. Okay, so you need to keep doing that. Now, if you're using oil-based lube, one of the um, uh, one of the most uh, used. Uh, oil-based lubes that people think about is uh, is Vaseline. Don't use it. It's not good to use. It really, really isn't. And the reason that it's not really good to use is because it is very difficult with an oil-based lube, and this goes for Crisco too, um, very, very difficult when you're using those things to um, uh, make sure that you're not carrying any kind of um, uh, infection. And that would mean uh, something like HIV and other sexually transmitted diseases. And, and there are quite a few of them, as we know. And the other thing is, uh, if you're wearing a latex con condom, and you should be wearing a condom if you are going to use your appendage. And in fact, myself, me, uh, Mistress Gabrielle, when I use my favorite uh, strap-ons, I always cover with a condom. It makes things so much easier and so much uh, um, more, um, I think, um, pleasant because you can, you know, when you're wearing a condom, particularly if it's lubed, in, easy, much easier than if you're not, uh -huh. okay? But that latex condom is not going to survive with an oil-based lube, that is for sure, okay? So, Making a long story real short, guys, if you've been listening to the news for the past week or so, you will have found that the CDC has just um, acknowledged and recommended uh, certain types of condoms for anal sex. And we're very glad to hear about that. Now, people have always been using them. Well, at least we like to think people have always been using them since the advent of HIV. But uh, at this particular point, there was one, one was um, developed and tested extensively. Look it up. Google it if you like. Uh, it's, it's quite quite something. Um, it's recommended for anal sex. Uh, the potential of um, uh, slippage and breakage is, I believe, less than a percentage of one. So at this particular point, there's absolutely no reason not to use it. And uh, I suspect that other condom manufacturers are going to start marketing their um, their condoms for anal sex as well because they're all essentially the same. There are certain um, uh, parameters that you have to uh, reach when you are doing uh, condoms. So in general, let's use water-based and uh, not use oil-based if you're using a condom. 
any kind of latex condom, and that's the way they are these days. And again, silicone, we don't want that, can uh, actually uh, not work out very well with silicone toys, okay? The other thing, too, is um, uh, using gloves, using gloves. I always use gloves, okay? Now, I clean out my boy before we do anything, okay? But I always use gloves because I feel that that's the way to make sure that we do not get anything uh, looking like a yeah. like a uh, uh, sexually transmitted disease. Because you can get uh, you can get from cuts or small tears in the skin. You have a absolutely absolutely. Um, latex is uh, I'm told latex is smoother than vinyl, but you want to change your gloves frequently if you're using anything that's oil uh, based. Okay. You also want to for women. Men don't have this problem, but for women, you do not want to go from the anus to the vagina and back to the anus. Absolutely not. The reason for that, needless to say, is you're going to get, more than likely, a whopper of a bacterial infection. Oh, yes. Not a yeast infection, a bacterial infection. And if you get yourself a bacterial infection, that's going to take you out of everything, including scene play, for a while. It's Uh not a pleasant experience. Now, a lot of people do not know this. Now, you would think that people would know this, that women would know this, by virtue of the fact that we, are, our sex organs are very, very close to, uh, to the anus. And what we want to make sure is that never the two shall meet. You would think women would know this, but there are some who don't. So let us be the first to tell you that's not a very good idea. It's one of the reasons why when you go to the bathroom, you uh, wipe from uh, front to back. Okay? Otherwise, you're going to get yourself an infection, and we don't want that. It's not easy being a woman in those terms. The other thing, too, is men don't always know this, and men should know this. And uh, there are, you know, oh, uh, guys talking when they're talking about doing uh, anal play themselves or with a woman. Oh, ass to mouth. Nope. Sorry. Uh -uh. That's a big jagundo. No, no. Not in this world. Not at this time. That's called rimming. And it's, if you want to have that experience, use a dental dam. Right. Use a little bit of plastic wrap. You can still feel everything from it, but you'll be protecting yourself from getting a bacterial infection. Absolutely. Now, if you're in a a relationship, which is, uh, what do they call that? Fluid uh, Fluid bonded. bonded. Fluid bonded. Um, These things, you know, uh, are not... as big an issue as it would be with playing somebody who you don't know well, okay? So in any event, that is that is definitely important. We do not need any um, vaginal infections or bladder infections or anything else along those lines, right? Yes. Okay. So, so the the so we we did our due diligence and went through the safety because we're all about safety here. Yes, to we keep are. You women, safety and education. So let's talk about the mindset and, mm. and the how anal play in itself is great. You can do an anal scene where it's just that, or you can incorporate this anal play into the scene. Um, so there's lots of different things, lots of different role playing, you know, like nurse or doctor, patient exam, adult baby scenes, ravishment fantasies. Ravishment fantasy. You know, oh, yeah. Uh, feminization, even orgasm control. But a lot of people like anal play for the humiliation aspect. Um, it's a submissive act. It's very submissive. It's a very submissive act. Okay. Um, Let's face it. <laughs> but it's also very, it can be very humiliating uh, to, you know, to, for a woman to peg the quote-unquote masculine sex, you know, to have them bent over and getting pounded for once instead of us always being the receptacle of the penis. Um, so one of those things that, that is great um, is the forced bisexuality. Now, and this is a podcast, so you can't see me, but I'm doing the air quotes <laughs> on forced bisexuality. We, You never force anybody to do anything. This is all pre-consented and 
negotiated, but it's forced in that that's the role play, you know, a very masculine male does not want to be forced into being pegged, you know, because they're masculine and, you know, so it, it does have a, a wonderful appeal in that humiliation. Um, and there is a, a tinge of shame. Oh, shame. You know, that takes part with the humiliation. So it's, it's so ripe for so much uh, uh, play. And not just the physical feeling, but the emotional. That's why I, I like it. Because it is. It's very submissive feeling and it re if we do an anal scene it sends me so deep into subspace that it, it's just it's 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 an can't do it all the time that's kind right. of a thing yeah um so the that we we have to talk about the ick factor yeah you definitely do okay it's part and pro parcel of what it is shit happens yes Literally, Literally and figuratively. And figuratively. Yeah. Shit happens. If you are going, if you're playing down there, there might be a little shit sometimes. However, there are ways to get around that. Yes. Okay. And you can incorporate that into your scene into as well. Into scene. Um, there, you know, so you just, it's, it's a risk factor. It's a, a risk reward. You understand that when you do these things, this might happen. You could clean out as much as a person, but then stuff might be left over. You just have to be aware and you have to be okay with it. Um, and you're using condoms, even and on your gloves toys, and your and, gloves, you know, so right. it does happen, but absolutely not. Like I cannot do the whole clean out thing. I just can't because my chemistry is so uh, difficult to control that I cannot do the clean out thing. Um, so, my dominance is okay with that. He wants to enjoy, but he likes what I like. And he is taking on that maybe possibility of that risk right. happening. So it's fine. And of course, uh, you know, uh, uh, using um, uh, enemas is definitely part of um, ass play. There are some people who just want to do enemas. They don't want anything more than that, okay? And yep. that we would call, uh, well, if it floats your boat. Some people would call it edge play. Other people would not. It depends. Uh, a nurse, a doctor-nurse scenario uh, with, your, uh, with your patient. Or a punishment. Or whatever it happens to be, right? There are lots of variations on the theme, that's for sure. A punishment But the doctor-nurse thing can be very, very exciting. That role play is a lot of fun. And agree beforehand what it is you're going to do. Okay, and if somebody is a newbie, I mean, really a newbie, what's the best place to start? Your finger. Yeah, your okay. pinky. Pinky finger. Start with the pinky. Pinky finger, index finger, middle finger, whatever finger, but only one. And start that way. Very nice. Oh, very nice. Now, most men are going to appreciate this, even if they're a top. And the reason being is that the prostate it's is awesome. right there. Okay? <laughs> and. Awesome. And the um, the the uh, the effect on the prostate is pretty damn obvious, and pretty much everybody knows this. That that is definitely something that is exciting and uh, a lot of fun. And you'll know right away. Should you go further? Do you want me to go further? Do you want me to go bigger? As you were just speaking of ML, the idea of having a variety of training objects is just wonderful. Mm -hmm. It really, really is. But. Uh, the uh, the the decision, whereas to go further or bigger, or whatever has got to be the bottoms decision. Yes. This is critically important. Even if it is a humiliation scene, you need to know whether or not what you're doing is going to cause a problem or it's just fabulous. Okay, so you got to check in. Got to know what's going on. Now, somebody you've been playing with for ages, as I have been playing with my toy for ages and ages and ages. I know what I can do with him. And have done it, but <laughs> there doesn't seem to be uh, any objection whatsoever to whatever it is that I'm doing because he trusts my judgment. Why does he trust my judgment? Because I know about this. I have done research. I have read books. Um, I have seen demos at events. 
Um, and that's what you do, okay? You get educated. You got educated. You, that's what you got to do. There's one other thing that I want to mention. Um, we just started talking about fingers, using fingers first, the pinky, go maybe to the index, etc., etc. is anal fisting. Mm. Okay. Now, we generally don't see it uh, male and female. We generally see it man on man, male on male. And the reason for that is because um, they've been doing it longer and better than anybody else. And um, because that's the only area that you get into somebody's body, except for their mouth, uh, on a guy. So they've been doing it for ages. All right. So the thing is, there's nothing wrong with it as long as you know what you're doing. I would suggest, totally suggest, either read a good book on this. And there are plenty of them out there. Watch a demo. when you If this is even a thought in your head and you go to an event, go to a demo. Go watch it happen. See how it's going on. Now, the thing is, not all the time it's going to work. It may be an adjustment that can take for a long time, okay? You do not want to harm somebody. Sure, you want to hurt them, but you don't want to harm them, okay? So slow it down. Go easy, and you can have your doctor, nurse, patient exam. You can have an adult baby scene. Uh, you can have a ravishment fantasy. Uh, we, we don't use the word rape. We use the word ravishment. A ravishment uh, scene, you can do all those kinds of things. In an interrogation, let me tell you, as a female, interrogating a male and, uh, quote-unquote, forcing the male into taking it up the butt, whoa, that yes, is Mary. intense interrogation yeah. okay and uh if you make that part of your your play that can be great and here's another thing don't make it play every single time that you know the same thing every single time there are many variations on a theme guys so yeah vary the menu yes i think too we we, we missed an opportunity to explain what an enema is for those of who've never seen it or know what it is. Oh, okay. It's where you introduce body temperature water into the anus and into the rectum. And it cleans it out. And it cleans it out. But also, before before you release it, it, that might be the scene, is putting the water in and seeing how long he can hold it Uh before... He lets it go. Or her. Or her. Wow. How or interesting the, yeah. is that? So, so that doesn't really appeal to me, but it appeals to a lot no, of people. A lot of, that's why we wanted to make sure we mentioned it because right. um, I don't like care for that myself. Yeah. I don't do that. That's one of my hard limits. But um, I can visualize a doctor in her scene yes. or a mommy baby scene, whatever. Wow. That is or, intense. Or... If you're, you could say to your bottom something like, "If you let this out before five seconds, I'm gonna spank you with this big paddle." Right. Or you know. Right. So there, there's a threat of um, punishment. And the bottom has to uh, recognize how much they can handle as well. Yeah. So this is an ongoing part of exploration, really, because some people can't manage it at all. It's like you use it, and I want out from it. I don't want to, I don't, thank you very much. I'm in the bathroom right now. Bye. I'll be back in a minute. But there are other people who find that extraordinarily erotic. Yes. And we, like we say here, your kink's okay, my kink's okay. And if that makes you happy, go. Absolutely. Go, go to the mountaintop and and be happy. Mm -hmm. Um, Some of the good reasons to include anal into your scenes are um, the feelings of vulnerability and the and the penetration. Yeah, just like we wonderful were saying. for oh, power. Very very intense, and it can me it, it creates this very beautiful sense of intimacy when you've been inside your bottom. Well, the thing is, too, you know, as a woman, as a femme, femdom, um, the idea of fucking somebody. Um, a man. Um, it's just it's an incredible turnout, incredible turnout. Mm-hmm. It's part of part. Of, I like to say it's part of the power exchange, because how much more submissive can you get than lying 
across a either a bench or a bed or whatever or with straps whatever it happens to be your own particular thing how much more forceful can that be for a woman with her strap on doing the deed against this guy mm. turnabout is fair play i have a, i remember my my husband and i we've been bottom and t- you know we've switched we're both switches so for a couple of years i was the bottom he was the top and then we switched and for a couple of years i was the top and he was the bottom um we've since switched back and and now he's top and I'm bottom again uh, but when the when i was top <clears throat> we actually did this amazing scene in the dungeon it was public play event um and he was wearing a harness a chain harness that actually had um a chastity device oh you want to do some <laughs> anal play with a chastity device on your bottom yeah that's 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 tell awesome. me about that you can't you can't go anywhere a, with chast- a, chastity, a device. chastity device on his penis yeah. prevents him from touching his penis yeah. in any way shape or form he can still get an erection, but he cannot do anything about it. And so, of course, you're pegging, you're a submissive, and they can't masturbate. So, it, it's just a, it's 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 just a next level of torture. It's control. It's like a nice torture. You it's know. control. So it's he awesome. had. So he had this. He was had the chastity device on, and we did a pegging scene in the dungeon oh wow yeah it was amazing and believe it or not this dominant woman came over my my strap-on penis is in his butt and this dominant woman broke the cardinal rule and came over and started talking to me while i was fucking him and i'm like yeah i'm a little busy if you don't mind yeah really i'm um could we like, you know, turns out that was the thing that made my husband the hottest was the fact that I'm sitting here doing this and having this casual conversation with this other one. Um, well, you know, that's an interesting thing because that, that of course, fits right into my boy. Because if we were doing a public scene in a dungeon and people were back and forth, if I just, you know, walk, uh, not I'm doing my thing, right? Okay, he's getting it up the butt, boy, big time. And somebody or a couple of people walk by and I would just say, hey, would you like to join us? Do you want to see me fuck this little piece of garbage over here? Oh, his, you know, bing button would be oh, like without a doubt. off the charts. Without, without a doubt. So beforehand, when you're playing, before, you know, when you're you're negotiating your play, to say, uh, do you mind if you're observed or if I call somebody to observe over? And his answer was, oh, I don't mind at all. I would love that as many as you like. And then you like. can set that up with a quote-unquote random stranger. Who is someone you know will come over seemingly innocuously. You and know. maybe one of my uh, femdom friends might come over with her own strap on and give him a little something to chew on, as they say. Ha ha. So okay? there is a lot of variations. So much fun Absolutely. that can be had. But why should we do it? Why should we do it? It feels good. It just feels, yes. Okay. It feels good. And if Absolutely. you can get past the whole. Um, I like pegging. Does that make me gay? You know, or... Does it make you gay if you no. like pegging? No. <laughs> it makes you like pleasure. That's what yeah, it makes that's you right. like. That's right. It makes you like pleasure. You like pleasure. That's all it means. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's just... Yeah. It's just wonderful. And then the pegging... Pegging is not just anal sex. Because they needed a way... Dan Savage was talking about this. They needed a way to differentiate between... Men having anal sex with women and men having anal sex with men. So they came up with, uh, I think the, I think Dan Savage actually coined the phrase and, and his listeners have pegging, meaning you're a woman having anal sex with a man. And That's using, specifically. And, and using, using a dildo a or a strap on. Right. Right. Specifically, a woman having anal sex with a man you can't peg um 
men don't peg women. It's just specifically for dominant women pegging. And so we all know what we're talking about yes. when we mention that particular term. Yes. So it's it's good fun. So now let's you've graduated out of your training butt plugs and and you can take a little girth. You can there are so many dildos out there. There's dildos with veins, dildos that are smooth, dildos with balls, dild- no balls. I mean, we we were cleaning out some things, and I said to my husband, I said, we have a lot of fucking dildos. We had like, we had like 12 penises, and they were all varying shapes and sizes and balls, no balls, veins, no veins. Like, this one vibrates, this one squirts. Like, yep. we have, you know. And quite, just imagine so a, squirting, a squirting dildo, okay, as a femdom. <laughs> Using that on my boy, <laughs> you know. Oh, so boy. In, in my in my estimation, there are four sizes of dildos. There's the small, medium, large, and oh my god! <laughs> Don't ever put that in my in my ass. Um. So again, don't make your eyes bigger than your ass. That's a really good point. <laughs> Just because they sell it doesn't mean you need to put it in your butt. And that goes for fisting as well. This is not something we do without a lot of practice, without without a lot, a lot of lube, a lot of lube, a lot of negotiation, etc. It takes it takes a while. Now, for people who are more experienced, of course, you know, use this information as you will. But um, um, you can usually go farther with people who are experienced. You know what to expect. Now, the other thing, too, is when you are pegging, if you're the dominant female and you're pegging, you have to pay attention to his, A, his anatomy, the way the anus and the rectum are. But positioning also makes a difference. How is he positioned? Is he bending over? Is he standing up and bending over? Is he kneeling on all fours? And maybe bending over like a footstool or bending over the arm of the sofa. Just right. things to consider. Don't just rub, don't just like ram your penis into his, you got to go slow. Make sure that the, the angle is good, that it's comfortable. It's not knocking some, you know, or, or causing him pain or discomfort in any way. Um, so you just got to keep those sorts of things in mind. Also, things like, for example, just sliding in and out as opposed to thrusting. There are a lot of people who can't handle that, or yeah. at least they can't handle it for quite a while until they get used to whatever it is uh, you're using, okay? Yes. So the thing is to keep something like that in mind. Uh, some uh, some people can tolerate, some people cannot. Again, communicating all of this stuff up front, communication, negotiating, that's the way to do it. We don't want to turn people off to any kind of activity that could essentially be pleasurable. And to do that is to make sure we're communicating. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. have to do that. Mm-hmm. Now, we've been talking a lot about dildos. There is another toy that uh, I have quite a few of, are butt plugs. Butt plugs. What is a butt plug? It's like, what, what do you do with a butt plug? plug as opposed to a dildo let's say well you know exactly what you do with it by virtue of its name okay <laughs> and that is what it is people use it in training situations but they also use it um for scene play in general there's yes. a lot of stuff about um about butt plugs that can be a lot of fun uh-huh. uh, making somebody keep it in okay in other words they have to constrict muscles and keep that butt plug where it is. You know there's a butt plug that's actually like a horse tail or a ponytail. I know, I have several. Pony as in uh, <laughs> hooves and ponies. Um, yeah, absolutely. I have a pink one. There and you go. A blue one. There you go. Okay. Now some people can manage to hold these things in mm-hmm. or if they can't then they get punished. Whatever you scene is going to be. It could be a lot of fun. You have to imagine you're in a scene and let's say you're being uh, caned or paddled or something. You Not only do you have to manage the pain that you're feeling from the top, you also have to have enough wherewithal in your brain to keep that plug in. So you are very focused 
on those yeah. parts and yeah. and keeping them in. Right. Um, and so that's very, it can be very uh, exciting. That can be very can be exciting. Very, very exciting. I'll give you a good example of this. Um, when I was uh, heavy into my uh, pony stage, love those ponies. And uh, one of the ponies that I had uh, needed to stay in the pony headspace, okay? Needed to have that bud plug, which looked like, you know, the tail the of a horse, the horse's tail, uh, in and had to keep it. In. And that kept him extremely focused while he was doing the pony thing. Now he didn't want to get me pegged. He just wanted that mm-hmm. that uh, uh, that feeling that feeling that would keep him in the right headspace, which of course was as a horse. So that was interesting, and that was something that uh, that he wanted. I found no problem in being able to, you know, to accede to that request. I thought it was kind of hot, actually. The one of my favorite things that I like to do when we do anal play is when Dominic will put in my butt plug, and it's not one with a tail, it's just a, it has a flared base, and a flat flared base. Um, but when you put it in, it does separate the cheeks a little bit, so it's, it actually, you can see it. He will cane that. Ah. And it doesn't hurt, but the vibration and the sensation from it it's like a rocket right to my, all my good naughty bits. Um, so there is a lot. And that was it. You know, that would be like, he would cane my thighs. He would cane my ass. And then he'd give me a couple of shots. Right. Like right, right, right. on the butt plug. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that's enough to keep my attention. Yeah, I would say so. Um, <laughs> definitely enough to keep my attention. Um, so it was, it, so it's there are other things to do with the butt plug besides put it in and forget about it the other thing that is super hot the sphincter it is it's like the gateway to the to the anus and the rectum and once you it gives it's a it's it's a very elastic muscle but you have to do have to have a little bit of forward pressure to get get it in but once it in, it sort of like sucks it in. Well, if you just pull it out just a smidge, just a little tiny bit, it opens those muscles up, and then you let go, and it goes, and it sucks it back in again. Oh, that's nice. Very intense. But you don't pull it all the way out. You just pull it just maybe ever so slightly. To give you that reflex action again that will suck it back in. So that is highly pleasurable. Very pleasurable. So all of these sensations are all enhancing uh, the scene. They're all enhancing the scene. They are just super awesome, uh, fun to to have. But let's be let's let's be real here. We're, don't put Cucumbers, carrots, flashlights, um, not flashlights, flashlights. Don't put anything sharp, brittle, or toxic in your butt. Don't do it. Don't, don't, just don't. Don't say, well, I didn't have anything else. Don't put broom handles or nothing that could break, splinter. Um, It's just. Every nurse in every emergency room (laughs) in every hospital in North America has probably come across this at one time or another. There is a TV show called Scrubs, and I love that is my number one favorite TV show ever. And Turk forgets to buy his girlfriend a gift, so he thought he was pulling this very nice pen out of the lost and found box. He didn't know it was the ass box. <laughs> so he gave his girlfriend an ass pen. And then when he found out that it was an ass pen, he was like, no, I gave my girlfriend an ass pen. <laughs> you know, um, you got to have a sense of humor about some of this stuff, too. Yes. You just absolutely have. And so I mean, nurses definitely funny. have. 
a sense of humor when this kind of stuff is 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 uh, <laughs> is presented to them, as it were. But use your head. I mean, seriously, don't don't uh, ask for trouble by doing something that doesn't really um, uh, make any sense to you. If it doesn't make any sense to you, it sure as hell isn't going to make any sense to anybody else. So avoid that. So let's let's take a moment now because we've talked about butt plugs. We've talked about dildos and strap-ons how about just men with penises fucking and having anal anal sex with women specifically let's talk about men having anal sex with women and again same rules apply go slow tons of lube my philosophy on lube is put how much you think you need and then some. And then do it again. Yeah. And then do it again and again and again and again and again. If you go through a whole thing of lube, you know, in two or three scenes, then you're probably not even using enough. Yeah. You know. Um, when I go to the market, I buy six at a time. Because <laughs> I want to make sure we have enough. You never want to run out of lube in an anal scene. And again, I'm going to rec- uh, remind people that things that uh, uh, usually went along with fisting in the old days, before HIV, uh, Crisco, uh, let's try to avoid that at this particular stage of the game. And then, uh, of course, if you are, you know, fluid bonded with somebody and you do this, the chances of uh, a problem are exceedingly low. But anybody else, uh, avoid that until you know what the heck is going on. Hey, a little foresight goes a very long way. Boy, isn't it? So for anal intercourse, you want to use a condom. You want to go slow. You want to be in a comfortable position, the both of you. And this is where a lot of people say, ooh, we want a sex sling because it's just fabulous for that. Uh And I can remember being in a gay bar or two or three in the 1980s where all this was happening up front and <laughs> in your face, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But uh, in Absolutely. any event, those were, those were the days. But they this was this was prior <clears throat> the early nineteen eighties, prior to uh, uh, the HIV uh, pandemic. And uh, essentially, uh, you know, the more people watching the scene, the better off it was. And uh, things have changed. Things have changed. So you know, use your head with this kind of stuff. But anal intercourse always with a condom. Go slow. And use a comfortable position for the both both of you. Now, uh, I think we should have a, a couple of more examples of how you can incorporate anal play into your scenes. Um, bondage and orgasm control. Oh, ho. Ooh, yeah. That's a good one. Uh, if you, you know, keep in this butt plug then I'll let you have an orgasm. But if it falls out, uh, I'll cane you. Or tie them down, strap them down, handcuff them to the bench. Um, uh, You know, I'm going to fuck you, you know, and and you can't do anything about it. So there's a lot, a lot could be said, a lot in the mind control that you can do. you can add uh, promises of uh, rewards mm. or punishments right. for not, you know, keeping right. it in or letting, you know, or keeping it in for five seconds or ten seconds. And if seconds. you're playing with a guy and you're in there, you can feel the prostate. Yes. And you can feel when uh, a guy is ready to orgasm yep. by by having your uh, <laughs> yourself in touch with his prostate, as it were. And you can tell. There are um, uh, contractions when uh, orgasm is about to be released, and it's up to you. You know, um, deny it, encourage it. Now, stop and start again. Whatever you feel like doing. One of my favorite things to do with the bottom. Now, this if we're doing an anal scene with spanking, I like to make him beg for it. Like I will spank him as hard as I can for as long as you know I can. And then the only way he gets the anal play is if he asks for it. Gotcha. He has to beg me for it. Uh-huh. So, Ooh. yeah, so that's super hot because he really has to ask for it. And then the plus side of that is a freshly spanked bottom 
then being pegged, there's all that sensation that was brought up from the spanking is now being reinvigorated into the scene because now he's getting fucked and his butt is sore, the outside. So it's a lot for him to have to manage uh, uh, and process. You can also do cross-dressing or quote-unquote forced cross-dressing. Right, right, um, right. You know, so with the strap-on. So that's always a very nice, very fun. Um, you could use, put in a butt plug, but then use a vibrator on the outside of the butt plug. That is very pleasurable. And then you can, you know, oh, please, Mr. Yes, and give him a little reward and then take it away. And then give him a lit and then take it away. So that's and, uh, a lot about, of fun. And how about butt vibrators that, um, to make a long story short, buzz. Yeah, what about those? Remote, fun. remote control ones. Oh, fun. oh, that's the best. Stick it in there, go out to dinner, and every now and then, buzz. Give a little, give a little buzz. Don't forget who's in, t- in control, my dear Yes, boy. or walk around the dungeon and have casual conversation. And all of a sudden, <laughs> And you make him go to Starbucks and try and order a coffee. <laughs> and he has uh, to... The variations are endless. This, he this has conversation to, is really getting me uh, going, as it were, my dear. Uh, yes, me too. <laughs> we might have to do something about that. Um Oh my goodness. So there's so much fun, fun, fun to be had with uh, anal. There's vibrating eggs. There's vibrating butt plugs. Oh, yes. Okay. Um, Roll reversal. Strap-ons. Leaving a vibrator inside. Uh, One of the remote uh, buzz, whatever the case may be. There's so much available. Um, Somebody I know likes ice. Take um, uh, uh, an ice cube right from the ice cube tray but you kind of like wait till it melts a little and it's kind of rounded on the edges again no sharp sharp. items okay can be really terrific some people absolutely love it um some people use uh electrical um uh items or whatever and uh, that's okay too just make sure things are negotiated communicated so that people don't freak out oh my god what is she doing to me you know i let them know what it is. Mm-hmm. Use the right frame of mind and the right voice and uh, you pretty much can get away with it. <laughs> I yes. know I have. So we, we want to mention too, um, I have to give out a, a shout out to my girl Tristan Taramino. She has a book called The Ultimate Guide to Anal Sex for Women. She also has tons of uh, videos uh, detailing how to have the sex where would you find those videos? On Tristan's website? Most likely, yes. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, and God knows you find a hell of a lot of stuff on Instagram. Right. On, uh, and Tristan on also Amazon. has, um, it was for a long time just a VHS tape, and now it is on DVD. Yeah, DVD. She's a terrific DVD. Oh, are you kidding me? On, she's like uh, porn. She's wonderful. Oh, she is, definitely. I That's watched, great. yeah, anal porn. She's awesome. Yeah. She's gorgeous. She's also a terrific author. Yes. <laughs> so I had to give her. I had to get, and I've met her on, several times. Uh, she, she's she's great. She used to do the show circuit. Yeah, the event it would be circuit. great to have her on our podcast. Let's see what we can do with that. Oh that regard, God! Right? Are you kidding me? I think I might have to work out. There you just go. Uh huh. And there's another. <laughs> there's another really good um, uh, source of information, and uh, that's Anal Pleasure and Health by Jack Morin. I have that book. Uh, it was uh, out of print for a while, and then it was just it was republished again, and now there's a new newer version out. And uh, he talks turkey on what the story is with all different kinds of uh, anal pleasure, and uh, you know what uh, techniques are. It gives you a lot of really really good um, information. And again, uh, in so far as fisting is concerned, and uh, anal fisting, um, again at an event. Chances are there will be at least one class, if not another, on this subject because you need to have a certain level of familiarity uh-huh. with uh, the techniques, with the toys, with the mindset, with everything it is that you're going to do. So I definitely recommend uh, that you go to a demo, to a class, uh-huh. and uh, check out Tristan Taramino. It's spelled T A O R M I N O. That's Tristan. 
and that's a female. So in any event, yeah, there's plenty of places to get the information. There's Absolutely. plenty of things, but I'm going to mention it again, and I can't mention it too much. Lube. Lube, lube is the word. Lube. Lube. Yes. Just you when you thought you had enough. Right. You and can't more. use too much lube. There's no such thing as too much lube. That's correct. Absolutely. And remember what you're doing. We're not talking about a vagina that will, um, you know, respond to stimulation as it were. But then again, of course, you know, there are age constraints in that regard too. You know, the older a woman gets, the difficult, more difficult it is. Yes. So again, the word is lube. No, seriously, lube. <laughs> And in case we haven't mentioned it already, more lube. There you go. <laughs> well, and we and we don't work for KY or no, anything. No, we don't. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it is essentially um, uh, about safety. We're all about safety, okay? And if you're not all about safety, you really don't. You really don't have the uh, the permission from anybody to play with anybody. Safety is where it's at. And you're having so much wonderful, wonderful fun with safety in mind. Yes. yes. Don't harm your toys. Yeah, don't harm. <laughs> right, don't, don't harm, harm your toys. Right. Hurt them, but don't so harm them. So in closing, uh, we're going to say again, lube. Lots of lube. And use the right lube with the right uh, toys. Uh, and if you're going to put anything in your butt, make sure it has a flared base. So you don't have to go to the ER and explain how that particular item got into your rectum. <laughs> I know you fell on it. What can I tell you? These things happen, you know. Absolutely. Uh, so we want to just be uh, clear about that. Uh, pegging and strap-on, enema play, anal fisting, all of it can be done. You just got to loop and, and know what you're doing. Don't hurt somebody. Uh, I think this has been a lot of fun, and after the last couple of heavy episodes that we did, I thought this was so much fun. Absolutely. To talk about ass play, and it's a wonderful thing. So please tell us, how can they get in touch with us? Our our wonderful listeners can uh, find us at our homepage at twokinkywomenpodcast.com. And you can also read our diary. ML has diary entries, and Mistress Gabrielle has diary entries. And they are, uh, if I may say so myself, fucking hot. Salacious. Salacious. Absolutely. Beyond salacious. (laughs) Terrific. Um, Also, come uh, read the diary and uh, download the free infographic, which is available every month, depending upon what our topic is. Um, again, questions, comments, we really want you to, to, to comment. Don't, don't be shy and ask us a question if you'd like. Yeah, we'd love to answer it. We, we are on Instagram Yeah, and we're on Pinterest and Twitter Twitter. and now we're on Twitter and we'll be answering everyone's questions on Instagram. So look on Instagram every Friday, the ask a mistress and we'll be taking the, and answering those questions. We felt that that was better than trying to answer them on a podcast that you may not hear That's right. for another month or two. That's so right. this way, you'll get your answers right. quicker. Nothing is off limits except the things that are crimes. Right. Children. Crimes. Animals, children, God forbid, none of that stuff. So sign yeah. up for our email newsletter. Get your free downloadable beginner's guide to kink. Get our infographic. Questions, comments, email us at tkw at twokinkywomen.com. And everybody, thanks again for listening in. We love you all. We are Two Kinky Women. And we want you to be kinky too. Yes, we do. Take care, everybody.